If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Going we're going to murder some fools. We're going to find a drifter and see if we can That's get away nice with iPad. it. I added all of our Instagrams to the notes on the YouTube. Update your handles, you hooligans. <laughs> Something that's easy to find. My, like, mine's not... Cameron Birch, mine's Effin Birch, but that's mine is the same across all of them. They'll know. Mine's all channel eighty six, but it'll be, it's easier to thing. find you for your name though. Yeah, do you want me to change it? I mean, it's up to you. It sounds it sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> Chummel does. I didn't think about it. I thought see Hummel, and everybody's like, "What's up, Chummel?" Chummel? I was like, oh. "Damn, I don't dumb. like it anymore." <laughs> yeah, I like it because it's you. We've been calling you Chummel ever since we used to play. I, we can three sixty. <sighs> Chummel. I think that'll take off in this You just want to be Chummel. You just want to be easily found. And it's really nice if you can have the same Handle. username across all social media platforms. It is my Snap, my Facebook, and my Instagrams, all Chummels. <laughs> I don't know how to change my handle, man. I don't even know. <laughs> and there's the real issue. <laughs> We've got into it. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Fives a Crowd. This, as you know, if you've listened to our previous podcast, is part two of paranormal events, paranormal occurrences Ooh. that have happened to all of us in our lifetimes, whether it be when we were young, young adults, whatever, you know, things happen. We're here to tell you about it. And I'm going to jump straight into it and start talking about sleep paralysis. Now, who has had sleep paralysis? I know I have. Austin? I think. Negative. I think it's a think. I don't know what sleep paralysis is. You don't know. I only know sleep paralysis from the movie Exorcism of Emily Rose. I've not seen that. That's a good one. That's what I've heard. Sleep paralysis, it's terrifying. It's as scary as it sounds. And And it's it's October and it's a scary movie. I need to watch it. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> I like the excitement. <laughs> so, is it like when you wake up and you cannot move and you don't know whether you're still in the dream or in real life? Exactly. Okay. So, sleep paralysis is this phenomenon where, just like Chris just said, you wake up and you, you're aware of your surroundings. Like, you you know you're in your room. You can see your room. You know, you can see your, your loved one there, whatever. But you cannot move at all. But you are perfectly aware of what's going on. Typically, it's the middle of the night. And it's scary. What gets real scary about it, and this has happened to me personally, is that there's some sort of presence in the room with you. Yes, exactly. Right? Yep. Yep. Whether it be, yeah. and I've, I've actually looked more into this. Like, there's even a, there's a documentary on Netflix about it. Yeah. Um, but people straight up will see figures. Um, some, some figures are like reoccurring in some situations, but I'll even share my story. So this actually happened on my mission in Argentina. I woke up early morning, so it was still dark, but it was also like the sun was starting to come up and I opened my eyes and I just kind of, I kind of looked around the room and then realized that I could not move any part of my body. And, and immediately you kind of start to panic. You're like, okay, this is weird. I don't like this. Well, as I'm like looking around, I look over and I can see my companion on the opposite end of the room. He's asleep. And I look down at the foot of my bed and that's where the doorway is. And I kid you not, there's this dark, just figure, just a man, just a black silhouette of a man. And his head touched like the top of the, the doorway. So he was 
full height of the doorway, and he's just standing there. I can't. There's no face or anything. Like I don't know, Austin. Like, have you seen uh, a face or I'll, like? I'll get into mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have seen so, a face. Screw that. No, so, no, for real. So with mine. It's like a dark figure, but it's misty. You can still yes, see. It's like fuzzy. Yeah. 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 It's like the, it's fuzzy around the edges and you feel this like weird, overwhelming, like prep darkness around yeah. you. And I remember like just thinking to myself, like I need to like scream all I want. At that point, my goal was to try to wake up my companion so that he could come over and like shake me. I just wanted yep. to like shake me out of it. And and I, I could, all I could do was like mumble. I was like, ooh, ooh, like I couldn't move. And then finally, it's it's this is the hardest part to explain. It's like I, I like reared back. I'm laying down on my back, and I kind of like moved back. And with all of my strength, all of my effort, I threw myself forward, and like it released me. But then everything got super heavy, and it pulled me back down. And then I did, had to do it all over again. And finally, the second time I did it, it like broke. It's like the darkness disappeared. The guy was gone. And I sat up and I was like, like heavy breathing, like sweating. And mm-hmm. oh, it was terrifying. And this happened to me twice. It only happened once there, once when I was younger, but same pretty much scenario. Yeah. So for me, at, and this is where it was kind of weird because I didn't know what I was experiencing. I thought it was lucid dreaming. And so when those moments, I, I, I had so many of these back to back that I eventually would realize what was happening and I would try and control it. But the very first time that it happened, I'll never forget. I was at my old job and I used to work Sunday mornings where it was just me. And is, I only, this, is this the janitor job? No, no, no. This was one? back when I worked at Instructure. And oh, dude, that's not yeah, that long ago. Not that long ago. And so I would work Sunday mornings where I only had to be there for emergency calls, right? And they, I'll be honest, calls never really ever came in. And so <laughs> I had to be there at like 6 a.m. So I'd be like, I'm going to take a nap. So I'd just turn my phone on ridiculously loud and I'd lay on this couch. <laughs> Well, so I was laying on this couch and all of a sudden in mid dream, I hear one of the doors open and I was like, oh, snap, my boss. You know, I hear like this deep voice talking and it sounded like the CEO. And I was like, oh, snap, I need to get up. And just like you could not move. I was just laying there just like, oh, my God. I'm going to get caught <laughs> sleeping on the couch. Oh gosh. And so I'm laying there and I'm just like, do something. Throw yourself off the couch, like fall to the ground. Anything. <laughs> did, like, you, did you try like wiggling your fingers oh, and your toes? I tried wiggling my fingers. I tried wiggling my toes. I tried rolling over like everything. Like I even tried like throwing my arm into the air to like have it hit me in the face <laughs> to then try and wake me up. And none of that ever happened. Well, eventually it was just like, okay, what if I needed just a, a reboot? Right. Mm-hmm. Me being the computer techie, I'm like, yeah. have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> so Somebody come hit me in the back was, of the head. <laughs> so I just, just tur- okay, go back to sleep and then try waking up again. That's smart. So I closed my <laughs> eyes and then sure enough, I'd fall asleep, wake back up and I was fine. I was like, maybe I'm on the couch. Oh. Like he won't see where I'm at. So maybe I'll just try that. There you have it. Anyone Austin just single-handedly solved sleep paralysis. (laughs) So, But it evolved, right? Like that wasn't the first time it happened over the course of time. They started getting creepy. So as like the third time rolls around again, I wake up on the couch. I can't move. And I am trying to move my fingers I'm trying to move my legs. My jaw just starts tightening and tightening and tightening. And I feel my teeth. You know how they make that squeaky. Weird. Yeah. Like grinding. Grinding noise. Yeah. They start making that noise and I can't control it. And it just keeps going and going until eventually the teeth in the back of my jaw start cracking. Oh, and I can feel it. And this dark figure comes up from the side of my couch and just starts peering over me. Go. And I'm like, I feel that. I feel that. And and then I'm like, (gasps) Like, I'm trying to scream. I'm trying 
so hard to scream mm-hmm. and all you hear is you know uh-huh. in your own head yeah in real life it's probably dead silent yeah but and then it, all of a sudden i wake up in the, in the sweat of panic oh just my like gosh you. it gets to the point i probably have like seven of these jeez total. on the seventh and final one wait is this all on the same night no 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 this oh, is over okay. like the course of maybe two three months okay wow. um on like the the worst one same thing happens laying on the couch i wake up cannot move teeth start clenching again and this is where i'm starting to dabble right yeah i'm trying to figure out can, can i control? control this is this a lucid dream can i fight back and face. it's happening again i can't move jaw starts clenching teeth start breaking and all of a sudden i get hoisted up out of the couch what and i'm just like paralyzed floating in front of this like demon and i wake up in a panic again and so that's that was the last and final one i haven't had another one until about three months ago i was laying in bed with jess and same thing i just not not any not anything dark but i woke up and I was like, balls. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to wake up again and I'm trying to scream at Jess, like, wake me up. Right? <laughs> Slap me. Something. Do something. It's Freddy Krueger. That's exactly what I thought of. <laughs> Bro, well, you mentioned in the first the first time it happened, you heard a voice. Did that voice, was that in the other ones as well? Glad we're on the same level. <laughs> I want to say in a few of them, but the voice was my CEO coming in through the, into the building. Okay, was so he legit were, there then? No, oh. no, it was, that's how I figured out it was yeah. part of a dream. Yeah. Okay, I so see So at least for me, sleep paralysis is... You're still in the dream, although I'm it feels like I'm still in awake. the dream, but you are exactly where you laid down in the same situation. And it took me a while to figure that out because... I thought for the longest time I was actually awake and couldn't move. Oh my God. Yeah. That reminds me. So mine was like a mix between both years. So this was, I was probably eight years old. Actually. Yeah, it was, I was like eight or nine, but same type of ordeal. But in my dream, there's like this big figure and it had a, and it came to the bed and it was lifting me off the bed, like pulling me and I was fighting it. Mm-hmm. And it was like laughing, like just a like a deep laugh. Ugh. But it was like spinning me. I remember I was like spinning and I I woke up, but there's no figure there. But I stepped I kept hearing the laughing, the laughing sound of it while I, I thought I was awake, but I didn't know. But I couldn't move as well. But with mine, it eventually it felt all of a sudden like. Like my arms and my my legs were asleep, like they were all numb. And then I was able to slowly, like when you get your when you fall asleep and your arm goes numb, yeah, yeah. is what eventually my body felt like, and it started and it like the tingle way. comes yeah. back in. So it felt like that, and I was like, oh. And I remember thinking that was a scary dream, but then I remembered I couldn't really move, but I could move my body, and I realized that my blankets had turned a full three sixty underneath my what? body. What? So. Oh I think gosh. I think though when I was sleeping and I was fighting that maybe I was spinning subconsciously around the blanket but there was a knot underneath I mean the blankets were messed up it wasn't like a complete perfect yeah. ordeal but there was a 360 like where my blankets had turned around underneath me Oh my gosh dude it's like like oh, like I so wrapped gross. them up around me and then turned I don't know it was it was eerie Dude it's so, scary I was going to say let me tell you, so I was kind of looking into it. <clears throat> I don't have that. I got sleep tears. Night I get, tears. I get night tears. Yeah, sorry. I, I had those when I was a child. So, and this is I get interesting. those as a grown man. Oh, really? Yes. This is interesting because up till about two months ago, no, not even two months ago. It, was, it had to have been like a month ago. No, no, no. Never mind. I'm thinking wrong. It had to have been two, three months ago. I didn't know that there was a difference between nightmares and night terrors. I thought they were the one and the same. Mm-hmm. Turns out they're totally different because I looked into it wondering if our daughter was getting night is this, terrors. Is this after I told you about my night terrors? I don't remember. We Because we I feel like we talked about it in, in like one of our YouTube videos, I think. But yeah. Like talking about how terrifying they are. 
What what was yours again? I can't remember. Well, mine, and I'm sure Zach's are probably way scarier than mine. What mine were when I was a kid, basically with a night terror. It's similar to a nightmare, except it's almost like you're trapped. Like you have a terrifying dream, but no outside force will wake you up. Like I would thrash and right, scream right in my bed. My mom would come in and hold me, but she couldn't wake me up. Hmm. Is that like something you so, experience, Zach? This is what's completely weird. I have no recollection of anything. I wake up in the middle of the night and I start screaming. There was one time I was on my mission and I woke up in the middle of the night, started yelling, get it off of me, get it off me. And I'm hitting my head and I'm just smacking. Um, so right out our door was our kitchen and I ended up swinging open the door as quick as I could. Ran out of the kitchen, just yelling, get it off of me. I don't know. Get it off. My companion's like, dude, what is going on? And I'm like, I can't get it off of me. It won't go away. And he's like, dude, calm down. And so I five minutes, I'm just yelling. He can't get me to do anything. Next thing you know, come back into the bedroom. I sit down on the bedroom and I sit on the edge of the bed and I roll over and I go to sleep. <laughs> and he's like, Weird. So what is going on? Oh, it gets worse. Okay. He's, he can't go back to bed. Half an hour later, he hears me over in the bed, just mumbling. And all of a sudden he starts paying attention. <laughs> he starts paying attention and I'm literally mumbling numbers, 25, 36, 40, just, just mumbling numbers as quick as I can. Finally, he yells at me, goes, Van Beacom. And I'm like, that jolted me for whatever reason. He goes, what? Are you awake? And I was like, yeah, I'm awake. Why wouldn't I be awake? It's 3.30 <laughs> in the morning. And he's like, do you know what you just did? And I'm like, what? And he tells me and I'm like, I have no clue. And he's like, what were you dreaming? I was like, I don't know. Huh. I rolled over and went back to sleep. Dang. So, so is that is that really classified as a night terror or is that considered night walking? Or are those synonymous? I mean, like sleepwalking. Sleepwalking. Night terrors, night terrors, and sleepwalking, and they kind of go hand maybe in hand. Maybe they kind of combined hand in hand. So, so if you look at it on a deeper level, like I've looked into sleep because again, I had those when I was little, so I I researched it a lot in high school and stuff. When you're asleep, after about ninety minutes, you enter your REM cycle, so rapid eye movement. At that time, your body, your brain releases chemicals that paralyze your body. So this comes into play with sleep paralysis. It paralyzes your body because it's preparing itself for a dream because the dream is kind of like what the brain's doing while it's replenishing all the chemicals and things you use through the day and it kind of prepares itself for the next day. Mm -hmm. And so the brain and the body are prepared for a dream. So a nightmare typically happens in there, but it's just a scary dream inside of it. Whereas like a night terror will happen outside of a REM cycle. So when you're non-REM or non-rapid eye movement and you're just kind of chilling and your body's just resting. So you're not paralyzed, but your body's resting. You're not ready for a dream at all. You have a nightmare and your brain thinks it's real. So all your bodily responses are, I could die. Like you're going to start sweating. You're going to start freaking out. Um, you, you you can move. You're very well going to like walk around, move around, thrash around, all that stuff. But I think the other like major component of a night terror and different from a, a nightmare is a nightmare. Someone can like hit you or or grab you and shake you and wake you up. Night terrors, you it, it basically has to run its course. So is it like the fight or flight? It instincts the fight or flight. Exactly, and right you can't you can't get out of it. Like I said, my mom would would hold me and talk to me and try to wake huh. me up, and I would just. Sometimes my eyes would be open and I'd be screaming and I was still locked into this just night terror. See, that's we went camping one time and that's what Kara had to do. I woke up in the middle of the night just body thrashing. Just what's going on? And so I think what happened is my friend, we were out camping with the, my friend and his wife. He had to go out and go to the bathroom and he came back in and accidentally closed the door a little too hard. And that's what triggered it for me. Hmm. Something just triggered it. And I started going, what's going on? And I started thrashing, moving my body around. They're over there on the other side of the tent, like, what's going on? And my wife's like, it's all right. She's like over there, like rubbing my arms, you know, just kind of trying to calm me down. And I'm thrashing and moving around. And then finally, like after like a couple minutes, I came out of it. She's like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And then boom, left hook. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's the thing with me is I don't. 
I don't remember any of it. You're lucky. I don't yeah, I don't recollect. Yeah. I mean, I had one the other night though. This is what was creepy. So I had just finished watching um Evil Dead. And <laughs> That'll help. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep and all of a sudden out of nowhere, I got this feeling that there was something right in front of my face. Hmm. And all of a sudden I saw a hand move. My eyes shot open and I could still see this hand moving across my face. And I still remember this perfectly. And I just was like, <gasps> like, and I did one of those things where you, your body comes back. And I did that deep gas up <gasps> like that. And I was like, and Kara was right next to me. And she's like, what is wrong? And I was like, there's a hand, there's a hand. She goes, there is nothing here. And I'm like, there's a hand in front of my face. And she's like, there is nothing here. And I'm like, there was a hand. And she's like, okay, go back to sleep. And I'm like, all right. I rolled over and I went back to sleep, but. I'm glad your wife is like chill with it because like if my wife woke me up and she's like, there's a hand, I'd be like, the fuck you <laughs> You are looking under the bed. You get rid of it right now. You get that hand out of here. My hand's sweating. My jaw hurts from your story. That's right? that's terrifying. Well, real quick. Think about your jaw just clenching. Oh, yeah. It made me think of this. I almost got the sensation when I had sleep paralysis that it was like I was seeing through my eyelids. Does that make sense? Do you know yeah. what I, I... Yeah. Yeah. I kind of get what you're saying. It's weird. It's like you could... I mean... Your story made me think of that. Do you mean as if you're looking through like a hazy filter? Like almost like your yeah. eyes are still closed, but you can see everything because you can still see the room. Because it's like you got virtual reality on, but you're yes. exactly yeah. yeah yeah you're seeing a room with virtual reality. Yeah, and so that's that's what's so scary about the the sleep paralysis is because it's so vivid and real that it's it's like on the edge of a dream. Yeah, and you can't you don't know if you're asleep or yeah. not. Yeah, well, and that's what's really funny about when I had that sleep paralysis in the bed with Jess is because when I did wake up, I turned and I, I can't remember if I like, like bumped her and I was like, why, why didn't you wake me up? <laughs> she's like, you? she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I was screaming for help and you didn't help me. And I think I was mad, uh. but going back to the night terror thing, Micah was waking up with some screaming, in Dude, the middle Scarlet's of the night. Doing the same thing. And I was wondering, I'm like, at what age can kids have nightmares? What are they even having nightmares about? Exactly. And then birth. I, and then that, <laughs> like, <laughs> birth. 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 Oh, oh, no. I'm already. I imagine it's like those uh, water slide tube rides. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of Click. <laughs> Why is it all wet in here? <laughs> what is that? No. <laughs> but I wondered, could it be night terrors? And so I looked into it and, and then I was reading up on things you should not do if your kid is experiencing a night terror, like turning on lights and grabbing them. It. I want to say you're not even supposed to grab them. I if I remember yeah, like right, my like again, you gotta my, let it run its course. Yeah, my mom would she wouldn't like grab me or shake me. She would try to hold me so I didn't hurt myself. Yeah, with all because like I was I would like kick the wall and stuff, and so she tried to stop me from doing that. With Alden, I would grab him, but I'd have to be so gentle about it. He had him too, and he'd just be freaking. With Alden, it was more when he was like sick or something like that that he would get night. Dude, those fever dreams, man. Yeah, maybe that's what it they was. Get real gnarly. But he would be freaking out, and I would grab him because I couldn't just leave him there. Like, hey, buddy, you know, patting him. If or we ever like do that. our brocation and one of you guys go into a night terror, I'm totally flipping on the lights and grabbing you. If, <laughs> if any, if, <laughs> you, if you come walking over my bed, I'm throwing a haymaker. That's all there Bro, is I to do. it. I am, I am a fight, flight, then fight again kind of person. So, <laughs> so I hate you and run when I'm scared and then I assess <laughs> the situation and come back. So here's, here's what I've read about it is you can, there's a lot of doctors out there that believe that you can actually damage the psyche. Mm. If you try to wake them up in the middle yeah. of it. Exactly. Yep. And well, so that's why they said a lot of them recommend you've got to let it run its course. Yes. Mm. So well, like I said, it, the brain thinks it's real. Like mm -hmm. your brain genuinely thinks it's actually happened. Pumps you full of adrenaline. Like yeah. it, it thinks it's trying to save you. And yourself, like it's it's so no wonder scary. all you guys are effed yeah that's what I'm all effed yeah. Yeah. no wonder Tony's so chill. See? Uh -huh. <laughs> well, and here's a, just a little fun tidbit about the sleep paralysis. A lot of like folklore 
uh, it goes way back. People would talk about seeing like some sort of witch sitting on their chest because they feel pressure on their chest. And it's like this, the, in the folklore, this witch is like sucking your life force out of you. And that's why you're paralyzed. Man, it feels like it though. For real. No, it does. Like it feels like everything's heavy and like a lot of energy. Like how I said at the beginning about that movie, the exorcism of Emily Rose, it's based on a true story and it's really cool because it, it weighs the, the religious aspect of it. If she is actually possessed or is she experiencing more medical sides of it, like sleep paralysis and different things like that. And, and, uh, Kind of shows both sides of it. It does. So, like, the whole movie takes place in the courtroom because the priest who performed the exorcism is being... He's he's the one on trial because he was in charge of her and she ended up dying. And in the courtroom, they'll pull up a witness. The witness will tell their story on either a religious aspect or a medical aspect, and it'll flash back to the situation they are talking about. And so you get to see each story two different ways, and it's really oh. interesting. Spoiler alert. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the 20 plot. years old. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so. plot. Oh, my bad. Wanna, you can find that on IMDb. Uh, oh. I want to <laughs> ask this question before we kind of go on to the next subject um what would this be considered so i went out on a camp out with a bunch of guys from gay (laughs) (laughs) no that's what it's considered wow you said it so i went on a camp camp out with a bunch of gentlemen from church at least they were gentle anyways so we <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't even tell the story Tony. gosh that's what friends are here for uh, time stamp uh, <laughs> 19 minutes in. so we're all in a cabin and i am Dead asleep, that was there. That was a motorcycle. Yeah. That was mosquito. Go away. Mosquito thing. Continue. Oh. Anyway, so we're. I'm dead asleep. A couple of guys wake up and they're trying to prank, play pranks on other guys. So as they're over there trying to play a prank on one guy, they overhear me in the other corner of the room talking. And so one of the guys comes over and he kind of just grabs me by the shoulder and he's like, "Hey, quiet." Because they don't want me to wake up the other guy. And immediately, as soon as he touches me, I start going, Whoa, get off of me. Whoa, get off of me. And he's like, dude, calm down. Just oh, I then. thought you were going to like speak in no. tongues or something. And he's like, calm down. And so then all of a sudden, I, he walks away and I fall back asleep. Well, they started again. I Same thing. He comes over. He starts talking to me. I'm like, God, I start freaking out. Like, I shoot out of my bed. Get away from me. Get away. What are you doing? Were you aware of it? No. Okay. That's the fun. That's the weird thing. I wasn't aware of it until after like the third or fourth time, I finally hit consciousness and they were like, dude, what is going on with you? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, you're over here. You're like yelling and screaming. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I try to be quiet. Right, I'm sorry. You and my wife could be best friends. But I, <laughs> what would that be? Is that considered? Because I, I bet it, it didn't sound be, like it, it was nightmares. The, it just it was just the fact that it could be that in the realm someone of came night. over and touched me, I think is what it was. It and, could be in the realm of like night terrors, but it's not as like a, a scary one. Because I remember mine were actually dreams, so I do remember some of them. See, I don't remember anything. That's what's confusing. So I mean, you could have been you could have been locked in a dream, and the outside force was something happening in your dream, and you were responding. You're very deep though into it as well. Yeah, so it's a much deeper sleep. As you you dream too, and you wake up, sometimes you can remember your dream, but then it slowly fades away, and you're like, oh, I remembered my dream but now i don't remember my dream maybe it's a rapid process for you i saw uh, i saw a meme today and it was this person he's like that was a weird dream and then it was his brain is like what dream and he's like oh that's exactly that's exactly it yeah gone yeah but so if we do this camp out 
Just don't touch me, all right? <laughs> just, just record us talking. We want to know what we we're say. We're going to put baby powder all over him just to see where his steps go during the night. <laughs> well, that's asking for it. <laughs> that happened in paranormal activity. Right? That didn't work out well. Oh, we yes. wake up with demon footprints in the powder. <laughs> we are ready toes. because we are legion. Zach's got big toenails. <laughs> where did he get those long toenails? <laughs> now, as far as night terrors go, did, has Bryn had anything like that? No. No? Well, good for you. Uh, she's just creepy when she's awake. That's true. We talked about Cause, that. Because I was, yeah, I was more so curious if she's ever done the whole like standing over people sleeping thing or if that, I didn't know the full story. No, her her only time sleepwalking was actually not that long ago. And I think I brought it up. She came to the top of the stairs and at first she seemed awake because she was like, I just had something real quick to say. And we're like, what? And then she's like... It's okay, I got it open. Like, got what oh, open? She's like, I got it the open. The gate to hell. <laughs> but, but that's that's it. That's the only like thing. So, hmm. well, that's well, the good. one where she was standing over it was was my wife Kara. Yeah. She was wide awake for that. Yeah. Kara was asleep, <laughs> and all Brindley did is just stand over the top of her and just stare at her. Now was she on top Kara. of the mattress, standing over her? So we have a little. Oh my! We have a little like wooden side rails, and I think she had just stepped on that. So she was basically leaning over Kara. Child abuse. And I, I would have hit a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kara could just sense that someone was there and maybe feel the pressure on the bed a little bit. And that's when her eyes woke up and she went, oh, just did that jerk back. Like, what? And then that friend's like, I can't remember what she said. Something about, like, I'm thirsty or something My like that. My jaw still hurts. But, I don't know. Do you have any cookies? And don't say no. <laughs> <laughs> In Brindley's defense, she was probably just trying to figure out Kara. She's just... <laughs> I don't, I don't get you Let's when you're try this. <laughs> Let's try this part. But to put yeah, it perfectly, Brinley is the perfect Wednesday Adams. I so that will explain that. Yeah. So, but yeah, so sleep paralysis in my mind definitely goes in this podcast as being paranormal because of the entities that you experience. Um, now, I do know we have a few other creepy stories. I think we should probably kick it off with the Indian schools because that's a pretty good story that you that Tony. <laughs> Chris and Austin. <coughs> Have you met Tony? <laughs> so we've we got to tell one story. This one doesn't really have paranormal. It has to do with the Indian schools, but this particular time it was more just funny. Well, what are the Indian schools? Oh, so yeah, the, let's give that some context. Yeah, true. So the Indian schools, unfortunately, they are no longer there. They've torn them down, made condos out of them and stuff, but. Right. The story, the story is that the Indian schools were a hospital for one of the wars, if if I'm right. Yep. And then after that, then it was, did it go right to being the Indian schools? They, they turned them into schools for Native. Yep. Yeah, and so it was back when, I guess, is segregation the word? But it was for the Native Americans, and they, it was specifically a school for them. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, all uh, to be completely honest, this is in itself an urban legend because True. we don't, at least personally, this is all just hearsay from what I understand. Well, the, I don't truly know if they were Indian like schools or even the, if they there's were There's articles. Hospitals. The Indian school is true because okay. even my dad remembers them. Well, I mean, being, it, does, it does take place in northern Utah where – there were many. In, there's actually yeah. another story I have for a different podcast uh, that also talks about Native Americans that were in Utah. Yeah, it's on the internet, so it's got to be true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so we love this was one of our favorite places to go ghost hunting. And there was one night um, we were sitting around. It was late. And Chris and I were like, or Austin was like, we should do something. Chris and I were like, well, let's go ghost. We want to go up to the Indian schools and go ghost hunting. And Austin was like, no, I don't want to go. And we're like, well, that's okay. You don't have to go. But Chris and I are going to go. And so Austin was like, oh, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and so, so the three of us go. And in my defense, I don't remember any of this. I don't ever remember saying no to any fun ever in my life ever. Bro, you always say no to the fun and then we all convince you to do it. And then when? you're like, that's the best it's, fun ever. It's yeah. the level of fun that you say no to. This wasn't your level of fun. And so you said no. In I don't it's like that time we cut down a tree and you're like, this is dumb. You're never going to cut that tree down. <laughs> and then we cut it down. And you're like, I knew you could do it. <laughs> that was my bachelor party. Yes, it was. Oh. So 
So we go, we're doing our thing, we're walking around and stuff, and technically it was trespassing on the Indian schools. Um, Which we don't advise. Don't do that. We don't advise. But like we said in the previous episode, we were not there to vandalize or do any kind of shenanigans like that. Um, So anyway, we were there ghost hunting and stuff. We were up on the second level of one of the buildings and we happened to look out the window and we see a patrol car. We're like, crap, is that a cop? We're like, it is. And stuff. Real life scares. Yes. <laughs> so we have this genius idea that we're, we hurry and cover up our flashlights so the light won't be obvious. And we're letting just enough light through our fingers that we can kind of see where we're going. We're like, okay, here's the plan. We're going to go down and around. And there's this window on the other side. We'll hop out the window and then we'll book it for the car. Can I mention real quick? These are a line of buildings all connected by small hallways and it's a long way to go there's holes in the floors and we can't (laughs) see anything and i but what is it 300 yards or something like that probably so it's a good amount of walking we got to do to get out sneaking around and to paint the picture perfectly it's almost like three long hallways parallel to each other with only one hallway intersecting all three. Yeah. Yeah. Corridor. Little corridor. Yeah, a little corridor. Because when you stand in the middle of that cross section and you have 100 yards on each side in all four directions of you, it is the creepiest, most daunting feeling you will so, ever feel fall you over you. feel so exposed. You do. So exposed. You, you feel like so you're going to get attacked from every angle. Yes. Your eyes I'm start so to play tricks on here. you. I'm so bugged. I was going to say, I'm this well, is you're place. serving the Lord. So it's true. This happened while I was on. The <laughs> this is one place I've always wanted to go to. So I'm actually really jealous. Always so, want to go to the. Indian sorry schools. to interrupt. It's all good. So we're so we're going and we think our plan is genius. Like we're sneaking around doing total James Bond type stuff. We get around the whole time. The cops outside the building going, you idiots. <laughs> So, so here's the thing. So we get, we get around to the window that we planned on jumping out. We jump out and stuff and we get to a point we're crouching down kind of in the weeds and stuff. We can see the car. It's like right there. We're like, okay, on the count of three, let's go. And we're like, okay, one, two. And right as we're about to go, the cops come around the corner. Freeze, freeze, don't move. And we're like, oh gosh. And we're like, is that your silver Celica? I don't know. And so come to find out they were watching us the whole time on night vision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like, they literally oh. were you bunch of idiots. Yep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they invested in night vision goggles just to catch trespassers on that property. Well, that is yeah. one of the Legitimately, most, that's I, what they told me. That was one of the most popular places at the time. I like, feel it's huge. I feel we made those cops night. I oh, do. I'm sure. Yeah. I think we did. They probably so I take enjoyed that. every minute of it. The, the frustrating part is before we made the choice to try and sneak out, we contemplated sleeping in the basement of these buildings. You yeah. would have come out. No. Oh, screw that. <laughs> so but, here's, here's the thing. That was, I want to say, my third trip out to the Indian schools. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I know you guys have, like, Paranormal stories at the no, Indian schools. Yeah, we do. But this is, we just had to throw Austin under the bus on this one because the first words out of his mouth to the cops I didn't want to come. I didn't want to come out here. I swear on my life, I do not remember this. We got, we got I, two witnesses. I feel like they're making stuff up. These guys <laughs> talked me into it and I didn't want to come out here. Well, they're like you, we here's, here's the other side of it. I had been a few times before and I think I got so scared the other times that I was like, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> we I'm ended up, good. we ended up having to go to court over this to serve, like to justify our trespassing and stuff. Are you serious? They, oh, were, yeah. they were threatening yeah. jail time, all this kind of stuff. And we go up before the judge and he we was sh- an iron hammer. Iron hammer. He was sending people for not saying anything on yeah. the benches. Well, because you guys watched people 
Yeah, like right? underage drinking, that type of thing. Yes, yes. Getting Everybody before us were like, we're so screwed here. Yeah. Like the first guy out the gate, he was mouthing off to the judge. He's like, okay, you're in contempt. And set him on the side. We're Big like, on. oh my gosh, we're going to jail. We're <laughs> 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 so done. And so he calls one of our names and then he's like, I'm, I understand that there's three of you here and stuff. So the three of us get up and. Do you guys have like. Dress clothes on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. We were dressed like we looked proper. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so we go up to the little nuts. podium thing, and and he's like, "Okay, so I've got you down for trespassing." Blah blah blah. And we're like, "Hey, Your Honor, in all fairness, we were just there to ghost hunt," and the whole room breaks out in laughter. And we're just like, <laughs> we're like, we're not kidding. We weren't vandalizing. We weren't doing anything. And I happened to have an EVP on my phone. And so I was like, I'm like, I've got recordings on my phone to prove what we were doing. And he's like, okay, I, I got to hear this. You can approach the bench. And so I go up there. I let him listen to my phone. And it, at the time, it wasn't like speaker. He had to hold it to his ear. And, and so, but you could see his eyes widen when it got to the part. So much excitement on his face. What did it say though? What did the EVP say? Let them go. Yeah. It said, let them go. Do you have that audio anywhere? Nowhere. It was on an old phone. What if the ghost knew where you were going to end up and he was helping you out? What if he was talking to the judge? That's what I'm saying. Right. Ooh, I got the chills. Right. Hey, all I know is he didn't help us out that much. It still cost us 280 bucks a person. Yeah. <laughs> Not true. I didn't have to pay a dime. They said mine was released. I what? never paid a dime. Oh, I went bro. to pay and they said it was already paid. That's a bunch of crap. Maybe yeah. Austin just paid for all of you. No, <laughs> if it was 280 total and I paid all of it, that will have a pay I remember me? paying, but I thought it was 250. <laughs> You got screwed. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was two fifty. They went after Austin it's because the he's the one that said, "I didn't want to they, be here." That they're like, "Snitches they get tickets." <laughs> you know, they were watching. They're like, "Which one of these three clowns do you think will sell out first? Uh, <laughs> Money's on the long hair, hey. kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually a little bit disappointed in your storytelling, Tony, because shut up, Siri. It's talking about cats. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed in your storytelling, Tony, because you left out some of the best details of the night. Yes. So I'm going to give you the full rundown because it is all worth telling. So we show up to the Indian schools. We pile out. And as we're walking up, there are there's a bunch of hearsay. There's. As I mentioned earlier, there are three parallel lined buildings, and one of them was known to be a burn victim unit area. No, that building was on its own. It was not connected to the others. It, I thought it was because that's what we went through. The big because it CN. also caught fire. Yes. Yeah. While you were there, and I thought no. that was oh. a different night. No, that's why this I was all the same that. night. This oh. was all the same night. So we pull up. And we decide we're going to go in through the burn unit victim area. And as we are getting out of the car and walking up there, there's this group of kids kids (laughs) that comes out from the basement of one of the of the other buildings next to it. And they're like, oh, my gosh, they came out. They were just terrified. I thought they just got there and they were on their way in. No, no, they were on their way out. And we were like and they're and they were like, yeah, there's a few other people down there. We heard weird trinkety sounds of what are those wind up um, with the little tins. The little creepy like monkey with the symbols? No, 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 no. You know, you you wind it up. Yeah, it's a music player where it has a ting, 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 ting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like just a music Music box. box. Yeah, music box. Yeah, we heard... Ew, gross. We heard a creepy music box. We heard a good... A a girl giggling. We bounced. There's still three people down there. And we're like, Oh, there's three people in the basement getting creeped out. That's good information to know. <laughs> so we eye this entrance into the burn victim area, whatever. And there's a ledge about 20 feet up. Maybe not that high. Maybe like 12 feet up. We were able 12. to hoist each other. Yeah, up, we so. hoisted each other up it. and The cement platform. Exactly. Yeah. Onto the cement platform. It's like a platform. giant porch, basically. But yeah. Yeah. And as we're up there, we hear the kids coming out. See, and they're across the street at the main unit because the one we were in was on its own. This was all interconnected. There was two. There was two of those giant buildings back to back. They. Oh. There was anyway. So um, 
as we're up on this platform, they come out and Tony had been working at a haunted house for years at this point. There's a shocker. <laughs> and so he knew exactly what to do, what sounds to make. And these kids come out and there's this giant two by four. It's like 12 feet long, 10 feet long. <laughs> Tony grabs it and slides it. Well, the best part though, is it had nails so yes. sticking out. So Screechy the nails going across sound. the concrete was like, like that scratchy oh, sound. Then, then didn't you make a demon sound, Chris? Didn't you make like some sort of screaming or was that you, Tony? No. I did. I did like a gurgle, like a. I can't remember. All I know is I was just watching. <laughs> well, I heard the sounds. I heard the clap, and I heard the like demon sound. And all of a sudden, I just see these three kids run away. Well, the They're like, part, "Oh my god!" The best part is we started with the scratching sounds, got their attention. Yes. We were playing them, and we were and like then, talking back and forth, yeah. playing. Like we're like, okay. Okay, we're working them up. Like we're just giggling. And then once we knew we had them at the climax, we took that two by four and just slammed it. That's and what it bam. Was. Yes. Then we hear. They ran so fast, and then we crawl in through this window. We're laughing. We're just having a good old time. And this building that we creeped into was on fire like weeks prior. Oh, and it had gotten so much water damage that there were giant holes in the roof. There were holes in the floor. And it was the dumbest thing we could have ever done because that was so dangerous. We could have fallen through the floor so many times. (laughs) Anyway, and then fast forward. Yeah, we're creeping through. We're getting scared. We go to leave. See the cops. We start creeping back through the other side. Get caught. See, yeah, I left that out because I thought that was a different night. So that's... But creepy. Yeah, that was that night. That was that night. That was a fun night up until we got caught. It was still fun. Yeah. And I remember when we were trying to get away from the cops or like when we first saw, saw them, I was like, that is a cop. And you guys are like, nah, that's not a cop. Like it looked unmarked. That is a freaking cop, guys. That is an Impala. I remember you. I know a yeah. car when Dude. I see it. That is a cop car. Dude, when they have those Impalas, they were so easy to spot. Yeah, and they're and they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, let's just go another way. That's we're when Austin planned his escape plan. And decided <laughs> he was going to tell. I didn't even want to be there. <laughs> you know, nope. I think Austin has this thing with cops. Because I don't know if you remember this. This is a side story. Me, you, and Austin, we went to a movie one night. And then afterwards, we're driving out, and you would just... This was in you my were, big old... Yes. Uh, freak, what was it? Buick Skyline. Yes. You were going to go straight, and decided, no, nah, I'm going to turn. So in the straight lane, you turn left. Mm-hmm. Cop got the us. Middle of the night, no yeah, one was no there. no one's around. Dude so he's, out of nowhere. he's probably just doing some DUI or whatever. He's probably bored. So he pulls us over, and he goes... Starts talking to us, and he goes, all right, guys, um... I just, he asked Cam, let me see your driver's license. And all of a sudden, Austin in the back of the car goes, I've got a warrant out for my arrest. <laughs> oh my gosh. The cop's like, excuse me? And he shines the light like, back there. And me and Cam are just like, oh. And he goes, all right, I need to see all three of your driver's licenses. <laughs> cop goes back and he comes walking back again and he goes, all right, number one, who's Van Beekham? And I said, me. And he goes, Okay, and then he has back my license. He hands Camp back his, and he hands Austin, and he goes, I'm going to tell you right now that that's not something you need to play with cops. He looks at Cam, and he goes, I'm going to tell you right now you need to buy him dinner tonight because he just got you out of a ticket. Tell your dad I said hi. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole time the cop's back there, as soon as the cop walks away, me and Cam just turn, and we look right at Austin. We're like, are you an idiot? (laughs) I got us out of that ticket. No, he I got out of the ticket. ticket. But he wouldn't have gotten out of the ticket if he didn't get his ID. That's that true. Is, that's okay, I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that credit. Hey, hey, it worked. It worked. I was this, trying to get a, ride, a ruse out of the cup, and I got just, it. So, that initial reaction, though, was, excuse me? And then the light goes right oh back to Austin. Gosh. We're just like, oh. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, this the, your stories though to bring it back in remind me um, of a, of an experience I had in an abandoned building as well. There's just something about abandoned buildings. They're so fun to explore, but there's always something creepy going on. Oh yeah, and this happened out. This was the most random thing. It was I, I worked at Applebee's while I was in a, a senior in high school, and these people, some of these servers I worked with, they just wanted to hang out. So we like 
went to Salt Lake and we're like, let's go ghost hunting. And someone's like, oh, I know of this like abandoned hospital. And at the time there was this hospital that they were like, they had like gutted. I I think I remember going to that with you. I can't remember. At the top of the hill? Like... Yeah, and it was a huge cement staircase. The old all primary the children's. Is that? I what think it was? it was the old primary yeah. children. I like to that. There, yeah. there might have been a fire. I don't know. You know how urban legends pop up about all this stuff. But anyway, so we go to this place, and it's it's surrounded by a fence. So of course we break in through the fence. Don't trespass, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we were there looking for ghosts. We weren't right. hurting anything. But the best uh, ghost hunting starts with trespassing. <laughs> True. <laughs> so we're going around, us. and then, well, this building had like many, many stories. Like it was pretty dang tall, and we just start kind of walking around and like cruising through the, the like staircases and stuff. And the the people I was with were a little bit inebriated. I was not, <laughs> nor, nor was the guy driving, but. So they they started just seeing all kinds of weird stuff. And who knows, you know, they were mostly under the influence, so they were probably just messing with themselves, getting all scared. Well, we get to the top of this building, and one of the drunk guys is like, <gasps> he's like, stop. I'm like, what, dude? What's up? And on the top of the building, it's almost like there's these two little, kind of the stairwells, end in this, like, small little, like, hut type thing, and then you go out onto the roof. And uh, he's like, there's someone over there. I'm like, what do you mean there's someone over there? He's like, he's got a knife. And I'm like, what the freak, dude? <laughs> and so I'm like looking out the door and I'm like, there's nothing here. And I I swear to you, I see an arm like kind of move into the doorway where the light from the moon and stuff showed a shadow. And I just scream and I'm like, ah! and all of us, <laughs> everyone in the whole building just starts screaming and we all just run down the staircases, book it out. And to this day, we I swear we saw something, but we got out of there so fast that like there was no way to know for sure. Mm. But it was so freaking scary. And to have to run down like eight flights of stairs while you're terrified in the dark, Ugh. freaking dangerous. You're already breathing heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that reminds me of one time in the Indian schools. Um, it was when or we were with Kristen and Lisa and everybody. Mm. And you guys were all upstairs. And all of a sudden we hear something and everybody screams. And me and Kristen were still downstairs. And... She, we, we had our, we had hands and she's trying to run away from the noise. I'm trying to run to the noise. Wait, I'm like, hands. To, you were holding hands? We were holding hands. You had hands. We had. Whose hands did hand. you have? <laughs> Kristen's. We went over this. Was she attached to it? <laughs> I just remember it was funny because I'm trying to run to the scare. And she's trying to get out. <laughs> Let's go see what it is. Yeah. I would definitely yeah. die in a horror movie. It's oh, a yeah. pigeons. Oh, yes, pigeons. you would. Lisa, that same instance, Lisa tried jumping out the freaking window. <laughs> she tried jumping out the freaking well, window. She gives a whole I'm new like, meaning. I'm like, come here, my love. <laughs> trying to keep her from. She gives a whole new meaning to fight or flight. Yeah. You can't Literal fly. Literal flight. <laughs> she goes, I thought it was fly or fight. I didn't know it was flight. <laughs> I didn't know they meant run away. Uh, it's past tense. No, Chris, you got to tell your story of the Indian schools, the one with the trap door. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I, I remember this. Okay. It's a dark night. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, when I was in high school, we had gone to the, it was, it was like a stomping ground area. It was a rite of passage. So we, I went with a few friends and the, the Indian schools, they're, is an entrance to some service tunnels that are underneath. Yeah, good old service tunnels. So, yeah, they're underneath all the buildings, and they're mazed out. They're they're dirt floored. Mm-hmm. You see the beams, like wood beams on you know concrete pillars, and all these piping and everything going through. And we're we're going through the service tunnels. And there's, like I said, there's these big beams and it's like raw, raw wood, raw lumber beams. And, and the worst part about it is their crawl spaces. Yeah. You are literally in a space that is three and a half feet tall. So you are perma crouched and there is no quick way to turn around and run. I don't like that. Go ahead. 
(laughs) (laughs) As you're going through, yeah, you're crouched down so far to where if it's either your hands are on the ground as you're crawling or your back is like scraping the scraping the be- the the wood beams it's that's how low this is and we had a flashlight at that time our flashlight wasn't very good i think this is pre phone <laughs> flashlights oh, even it was yeah and even then phone lights were terrible and every time i went out there i somehow forgot a flashlight every time we had it was a it was a pretty good one but it was a keychain flashlight that we had <laughs> Think, but it was a good one. one I mean, Mag Lynch. Just kidding. <laughs> but, hey, oh, it, slipped. <laughs> even good back then still wasn't LED. LED was not invented Correct. back then. Yeah. So this was still halogen, halogen lights. <laughs> we went by candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get down so, to the library. But let's, let's just okay, let's paint a picture. The light we had, as you're shining it out, probably... T- Five to ten feet in front of you, your being your your view area is four to five feet, and as it goes past, it's like really foggy and you can't see. I'm pretty sure that's the light they used for inspiration in Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it went. No, but <laughs> we are going through these tunnels, and they weave around. They're going under buildings, and. So the buildings are all con- connected, right? And, and there is actually like a concrete walled center room, okay? And we go and look, and there's just these entranceways to look into this room. We look in this room, and somebody had created a pillar, right? Or like a, not a pillar, a... A box? Altar? Like an altar, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Tony. I'm losing my mind here. It's freak- <laughs> it freaks me out still to this day. But there's an altar. Somebody had created this makeshift altar in the center of this room. And there is, like, dried up blood and everything. We go in there and look. And there's, like, satanic stuff written written on these concrete walls in there. Sure, it was sa- satanic or santanic. Were they just real big fans of <laughs> Santanic. <laughs> no, it was satanic. And they the people had done satanic rituals in there. Ew. And so we're still crawling through, and all of a sudden, in one of the shadows, we see a figure, like a creature figure, like peeking out of one of the pillars. Why are they always peeking? Like, well, legitimately. <laughs> like, but I mean, like gorilla, like wrapped around, looking around, and goes back in. And we're like, what the, what the heck is going on? You know, we're with our friends, and we look again, and. All of a sudden, this thing starts running at us and like full on running at us. And we were looking around and there's so they have hatch doors to go up into the buildings. And there's like they're metal iron ladders, ladders that you crawl little, up. Little step things. Almost like an out. escape ladder. Yeah, it's like a it's like a fire ladder, right? In this situation. So <laughs> we're crawling up. And we're letting everybody go up. I was the last one to come up. And you can just hear breathing and, like, oh. dust <laughs> scraping. And we get up there, and we shut the hatch, right? And as soon as I shut the hatch, something pounds up on the hatch at us. Like, straight up, like, like bounces you up on the Like, hatch. bounces, yeah. I mean, it was probably more aggressive than I – I mean, because, I mean, you're – So I'm like yeah. – we're holding and all of a sudden, yeah, this thing hits on the ladder and I feel like it lift up a little bit and then we shut it and then all of a sudden you just hear scraping on, on, on uh, the hatch. Uh, and so we take off and book it out of there from there. Can I My creep you goodness. out? Can I creep you out, royally creep you out? I already am, but yes, please, 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 please do. <laughs> so I had a friend who I used to work with. Um, he was my boss. He'd go out ghost hunting all the time. They went to the Indian schools. Indian schools. Exact same thing. No, no way. mouth. Kid you not. No. I heard that story before, and it was I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, did someone? I've never heard that from you, and I don't. I don't think Tony's ever told me oh, anything like gross. that. Oh my! Gosh. The only person I've really ever talked to about ghost hunting, Chili's dude, is that guy, and he was. He said the same thing. He said they went underneath, started walking. Um, except I think the only thing that he really said differently was this, they found those places of, you know, satanic rituals, stuff yeah. like that. Santana he's like, worship. He's, he, he's, <laughs> he said, as soon as they saw that, that's when they knew they needed to get out of there. It's mm-hmm. like, this wasn't a place that they wanted to be in. Yeah. 
And he said the same thing. He said, although all he saw was a pair of red beady eyes staring at him. Mm. Oh. And he was at the end and they saw that and they and it started coming closer. And then they heard steps. Ah. So they took off and ran and same thing. They shut that door as quick as they could. Pound, scratching. Same exact story. Oh, really? So this has creepy. happened to more than one person. I'm curious. What would happen if you didn't get the door shut? <laughs> Just we'll never know. There's some asshole kid in now. That he's like, oh <laughs> man! You no, he me. gets to the door and he's like, "Come on, guys, this is where you shut it. Go up there. Shut it, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get you." <laughs> it turns out to just be like Rodney Dangerfield, just creepy looking. Eyeballs going different directions. Back in your cell, booger nose child. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is, ghosts are probably really just goofy. That's why they never let us see them. Mm. Because we just laugh at them, so they're not scary at all. <laughs> Dude, that really just, like, made me feel, oh, I don't like, so, oh, man. What was, you were telling me that story, I just sat here and all of a sudden my hair just, <laughs> I was getting, like, the heebie-jeebies, the goosebumps. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Right? You got to try and figure out who else experienced that, because yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. Gross. I would, I would love to hear both sides of that story. I just say from what I from what you said, it was pretty darn near close to. I wonder if they were with me. We might have to have a dude. What's there now? Just they the turn into condos. Towns. Yeah, they like townhouses. People let us in their basements, <laughs> but they don't have ovens because they don't want to catch on fire again. <laughs> <laughs> Strictly everything, microwave. Everything is microwavable. <laughs> it's the popcorn done, dear. Air fryer. You can still catch fire in a popcorn or with a microwave. Dude, air fryer. Dude, now I feel like any other story we have will pale, pale in comparison. That is true. Like I, we have, me and Austin have one. I, well, and Chris. That darkness has been pretty struck. Like it's been cloaked over me as a <laughs> child. All that. Just you were crazy. followed by Who that. Was the stuff? fence one. Oh, that's at the school. We went to a elementary school, and the urban legend is that a janitor was crushed there when they were transporting. And so my my grandparents lived not even about a mile away, maybe not even. And we've heard these stories. And, and my cousin and I were late up one night. We snuck out of my grandparents' house and went to the elementary school, and. We're going through, so it's a long sidewalk. The sidewalk goes the whole length of, and they have the soccer fields and they have the playground area. So, I mean, it's, it's a pretty long stretch of chain link fence and you get to there. And then as you go, there's annexes buildings. And then behind the annex buildings are loading docks. And supposedly this is where it happened was the loading docks. Well, I felt fine about it all the way until we go around the annex into the loading dock area. And my cousin is a chicken. Like he's the whole time. He's like, like he's, he's, he's oh, an what actual was that? chicken. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like when he gets nervous, makes good eggs. He makes a good scramble. <laughs> but the whole time I'm like, I'm like, Dude, we're fine. There's nothing right now. Because, I mean, I I could sense stuff like that. But as soon as we got there, I was like, oh, this isn't right. He's like, what? What do you, no, what do you mean? What do you mean this isn't right? What do you talk? What do you? I was like, there's something off. And I was like, should we walk a little further? And he's like, no. I was like, yeah, let's walk a little further. So we walk a little further towards these loading docks. And all of a sudden... I just hear, get out of here in my head. Get out of here in my head. And I just, I'm like, yeah, we got to go. And I was like, okay, let's just, you know, just, I, I, it was weird. Cause I almost approached it like a bear charging you. I'm like, okay, back away slowly. (laughs) You know, we got to go and I back over, get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) but we start backing up (laughs) and Slowly, I didn't want to turn my head away from it, and all of a sudden, this wind rushes and it swirls up um, the dust. And in the middle of this dust cloud, you can see the bad guy from Fern Gully. <laughs> no, <laughs> F F minus. <laughs> no, you see, you You're see the silhouette of the buildup. You see, <laughs> you see <laughs> the silhouette. Of the guy. So you see the silhouette of the guy. Oh, and it's, gosh. you know the mummy 
when the dust yeah. is around him, but yeah. the dust makes up the guy. Uh-huh. Picture the opposite of that. So the dust is bouncing off the... So the, it's almost like he's an invisible force and the dust is like surrounding yes, him so you yes. see his silhouette. Uh-huh. Creepy. And Ew. he's like staring out there and you can just see his chest. Like, Oh my god! And we're like... What the freak? So we take off running, right? So we go running past the annex. We get to the sidewalk where the chain link fence is. And the chain link fence all of a sudden... As we're running and it's like somebody's grabbing it and, and shaking it all the way across as we're running past it. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, so we get back to my grandparents' house. We didn't sleep that night at oh, all. Would, no, would no not. one would. No. Freaking A. See, I want something like that to happen to me. Do you? I do. <laughs> Heck yes, dude. I. You can never I mean, go back. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what is that? All dogs, All go, dogs to go to heaven. You can never go back. All this means is that we definitely have to go on some ghost hunting trips together so we can make another killer podcast. This All time, I know. This time we'll bring a goat. Yes. <laughs> A, a goat? Sacrifice? Sacrificial. Yes. Oh. <laughs> sacrificial goat? All I know is on the way home from Wyoming, I came across two super creepy buildings in Idaho, I want to say. No, no, no. From Wyoming to here. Had to have been in Wyoming. Are we talking recently? Yes. Oh, he took I the said, long way around. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sent you one of the pictures. One yes. of them was an old yes. abandoned dollhouse. Oh, and then just down the road from it, I didn't, my dad was, <clears throat> or, I was following my dad, so I didn't have time to take a picture, but two buildings down from it was an even bigger and even creepier looking building. Dope. We, we go. should go there. It'd be fun. <clears throat> and we could podcast there. Yes, yeah. we'll podcast yeah. on location. That would be dope. Oh, can you imagine we're talking and what if it picks up someone else? Like EVP the whole oh time. Oh my gosh. Oh my we'll bring gosh. a mic just for the ghosty. Yes. We'll and see. On that cliff. Yes, speaker. We, <laughs> yeah, on that cliff, we will leave you hanging because that is it for today for this podcast from Fives of Crowd. We thank you very much for hanging out with us. We hope you guys enjoyed it and had a good scare out of all that craziness that's happened to us. I'm sure we will have plenty more podcasts like this in the future if you guys really enjoy it. But thanks for hanging out. We'll see you later. Thanks for being part of this crowd. Bye. <laughs> Ciao. Goodbye.